People might not get it. That's just a chance we have to take. Fire it up. That's what we're doing. You're listening to Once Upon a Time. I'm Josh. <laughs> and I'm Steph. Why is that funny? <laughs> because you, that... S- you sound all smooth jazzy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, 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 I'm auditioning to be her handsome hero. <laughs> oh, I see. You see. I see. You see. I do. <laughs> I didn't like Gaston. Oh, I'm wow. Just, I'm just cutting right through. So. <clears throat> uh, let's not uh, split hairs. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't like him. Let's not beat around the bush. Let's just. I didn't get... like him. <laughs> oh Don't goodness. like him. I like Rumble for her better than I like Gaston is it for because, her. Is it because he's, he's not... smarmy? It, and he, I was thinking it's because he's not scruffy enough. You know that could be it. I think I'm. I think I'm starting to see a pattern. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've noticed this pattern for a while. <laughs> you, you're he's, in, he's you're, too clean cut. You're into your. Scruffy looking. I like nerf nerf herders. herders. That's right. That's right. So yeah, her handsome hero. That's what we watched. And we, uh, you know, we realized we're a little behind. A uh, little bit of sickness in our household. A, a lot of, our, of sickness. A couple in of our, our kiddos are down with uh, the flu. Flu and a stomach yeah. bug, which is quite fun when you're the parent of that. So we were thrown off our normal game by. <laughs> One evening, so here we are. Yep. But hi, better, better late than never. Yeah. So we say. can talk about. You know, I feel like this episode was like you have to leapfrog over this episode to get to get the next episode. So we're leapfrogging. Uh, well, okay. So well, let let's just start. Okay. Let's just jump right in. You've already established that you do not like Gaston. Gaston. Nope. Which didn't like him. I'm going to assume mm-hmm. puts casts a shadow over what uh, your opinion of this episode is going to be. I, I thought I liked, I liked a lot of the episode. I just didn't like him. So again, I guess it goes back to the whole, just like last week, I, I liked the episode, but I didn't like Hades and Zelina. So that kind of skewered my vision on overall. I don't know. There was, I, <sighs> okay, let me, Let's just unpack this episode. Go for it. How about that? You and didn't I'm, like that Belle's daddy was like a person of power. I, I've never liked that, but I think that's my my uh, animated yeah. bias. Because right? he was because an inventor. I, yes. And he was he crazy was a little bit. Everybody thought he was crazy. Maurice, yeah, everybody uh, thought he was crazy. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just have some bias. I, 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 I prefer my Belle walking around with a book. In a sack full of baguettes, uh, this this bell. Well, she talks about that guy Gaston uh, having a reputation that precedes him, right? Basically, he doesn't just hunt animals. <laughs> yeah, deer of a different variety, I suppose. <laughs> yes. uh, but I, I don't know. She just maybe hmm. she's always felt a little. Holier than oh, that's exactly what I was going to say. Is, uh, in general, yeah, and that's really coming to to a head and these past absolutely. couple of episodes. Yep. And uh, we we see one thing I really loved is the interaction between Rumple and Bell later on. As we'll see, he is really well. He's calling her out on her BS. Sure, she and sure I, is, and I love that. So yeah. I love that element of it, but I don't know. I guess for me, it's like these uh, the, this backstory. I really didn't. I really, I really didn't care. Right? Yeah. It just didn't really do anything. for Well, me. and that's what I said. We had to leap leapfrog over that because we had to get to the point at the end of the episode where we got to the point at the end of the episode. I don't. I don't want to do that right now. Um, no, please no. Yeah, I'm still in pain. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, it was important, but at the same time, it's like, couldn't we have just maybe not, I don't 
No. I mean, you have to see, it's one of those things. You have to know the backstory to get to where you are. But then you look at the backstory and you're like, do we really have to have the backstory? But then you're like, yeah, we kind of had to have the backstory. So we had the backstory and we're all kind of like, get that taste out of our mouth. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I mean, I learned a couple of things in this episode. I think I've established that from here on out and maybe not our living room, maybe like in one of the front rooms, maybe the old playroom because the kids aren't using it as much. Uh, It's changed a lot, right? There's, Mm -hmm. we, we noticed that the other day, there's a lot of, it's 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 now more of a grown up playroom, which is a weird transition. There's no baby toys in there anymore. So I was thinking we could put the cauldron in there. Apparently a cauldron is the thing to have. Well, but but a bubbly cauldron. Yes. A cauldron that's like on all the time. Yes. Right. So, I guess all you got to do is, depending on what you need it for, you've got this base. Do you think it's a gas cauldron or a natural wood? I mean, a wood, wood bur- a wood burning cauldron because um, you never see them light it. No, I don't think it's either. I guess it's powered by magic because uh, if you were burning, if you were consuming some sort of fuel, whether it would be wood or gas. It would be putting off carbon, uh, carbon oh, monoxide. True. You wouldn't want so, that in a yeah, room. You, no, 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 no. And I think that's something we need to consider when we install our yeah. permanent cauldron. We're going to have a proper ventilation system. And yeah. gosh, you're just probably going to need permits for that and make sure that's all up to code. But, I think uh, we'll anyway. need one of those vents like at one of the uh, Benihana type places. It sucks all <laughs> the fumes out. That's yeah, the vent hood. <laughs> uh, I think some of the things in this episode, <laughs> gosh, that was... That, that was a big aside. That's all right. Uh, we, that's, that's what we do. I think one of the most important things they needed to do with this episode was the stuff with Emma and advancing the plot of them trying to figure out how to get out of there. Her having the dream, her finally sleeping for the first time. Uh, apparently that's been an issue for her down there. Well, because um, she's, she's so determined to get them home. And, and I think this episode, you know, she's, I mean, she's gorgeous. Please don't, please don't mistake this for what I'm going to say. She's a beautiful woman, but they're trying to make her look haggard. Oh, like, I mean, this is really, job. yeah, because that's, <laughs> I great, would imagine it's geez. very hard to make someone so beautiful look like tired. And she does. I mean, you can tell this is weighing on her. She wants, she took all these people down there. She's got her son down there. She's got her mom, her dad. All these people came with her on her little trip and she's trying, she's got to get them home and she doesn't know how and it's weighing on her. And I think that that's huge because they're not just, you know, skipping through the underworld. It's they're trying to get home. And Snow said, you know, I said I was going to, we were going to do this so I can get home to my baby. They're determined. These women, you don't mess with determined women. Agreed. Yes. But this has been a rough season for Emma. Yeah, she's been through a lot this season. And I think more than any other episode this season, it really hit home for her that she's making a series of increasingly poor decisions. (laughs) She's become the dark one, and now she's killed the man that she loves. She's hauling everyone with her to the underworld, and I think it's really finally setting in. And it's interesting because throughout this episode, the flowers start to grow, mm-hmm. which really takes Hades off. They grow because of hope. Right. And that's, I. it was interesting for them to do that because I'm sitting there going, well, it's not, that can't possibly be hope that's coming from Emma. No, it's it's hope. Well, It's and- hope of the other souls that are being helped. Right. And maybe some of the other folks in the team, but not... And I'm not saying Emma is hopeless, but we know that her hopes got to be diminished tremendously. So I thought that was kind of an an interesting uh, parallel that they're they're trying to convince us that hope is occurring in the underworld where hope should not take root. But yet our main protagonist, the one that's down there on a mission, is the, out of all of them is probably the one that is probably – has the least amount of hope. Well, yeah. In our, uh, of any of the heroes, you know, and it it kind of of goes to show, you know, here are these people, they've come down there on a mission to do something. And they realized a couple episodes ago that maybe their mission is to get people to help move on, you know, or to help people move on. And so when Gaston and Hades, who I love that Gaston is working in the animal shelter, because that brings up a couple (laughs) of things. A, he's doing the job that David did when David was married to Chicklet in a couple of episodes 
or first season, second season, the blonde, can't remember her name, can't remember why, I can't remember her name. It's David worked in the animal shelter. I understand that. Yes. So why are the dogs there? One of the kids said maybe Cruella killed him. But and so that's down- why they have unfinished business. But they weren't Dalmatians. Well, I don't think that. But the kids brought that up. So I thought that was valid. I don't I don't, I don't like I don't that there's dead she- kids running around and dead animals. <laughs> I don't like either of those things. <laughs> Let's just establish that fact. Dead kids and dogs. <laughs> not okay. Not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> we don't need to see them. But um, so Gaston works there and Hades comes in and he tells him he's got the flower. And he said, hope has taken root. And he says, when souls have hope, they move on and cannot, we can't have that. Um, and then his hair flamed. So we've we've talked about, and they've kind of figured out, and Bell even talked about, that you know every time a soul leaves, they're starting to realize that it weakens him. And so we know that that is a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. And so whenever anybody moves on, he somehow gets weakened by that. And so when he sees these flowers, it doesn't, like you said, it's not Emma. It's not coming from Emma. That's not where the hope is. It's the fact that I think they're all there, mm-hmm. and all the souls see it, and people so, are moving on. And I mean, shoot, when the sailors left, that was a good number of people. Oh, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so somebody's got to see that. Somebody's they sitting to... there with a clicker. It's like, I can't. I, I think I may miss some. <laughs> Can you go back through? I need to recount. The click, population click, 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 signs click, going click, click, backwards. Hey, have you noticed, just another aside, have you noticed that whenever Hades uh, uh, flames on and, and disappears, obviously it's blue flame. I'm not talking about when he just has the uh, the, the, hair. the, the blue hair. Uh, that at times it's just a thing. It just happens. And sometimes he's a little more theatrical with it. And other times it looks as though it hurts. Have hmm. you noticed that? No. And this is interesting because it doesn't seem to be completely consistent uh, every time he flames out. And, hmm. and go somewhere else. So maybe be on the lookout for that. And I'm trying to notice if there's a pattern, if it depends on what the situation is and when he's hmm. leaving, uh, whether it's you know, an emotional thing or not. Obviously, I think the hair is, is linked it's to emotion. emotion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, otherwise, well, why not just have it on all the time, right? And so hmm. I, I think it's kind of like the um, – a show we don't watch anymore, Grim, right? So oh, yeah. uh the Grim can see the Vessen, the creatures, mm-hmm. um, when they I, I don't know if he can see them when they have their guard up, but if they let their guard down, still normal people still wouldn't be able to see him. Right, but, but he, he would can. he would be able to see him if they let their guard down. Right. right. And so I don't know, that's interesting. That's an interesting uh so something I've noticed, something yeah. to keep a lookout for. So Hades and um, Gaston, Hades gives Gaston a bunch of arrows, uh, tipped magic arrows, and says, you know, hey, the guy that killed you's here, along with your chick, and so Gaston's going to go hunting for them. Meanwhile, Rumple and Belle are having this this conversation in the shop, and that's where we start seeing this fiery rumple. He's like, "Hey, this is who I am. Have you huh. accepted these are the, to me this was the best part this, so far so far. This is out of the box rumple functionality. Yeah. If you'd like to submit an enhancement, <laughs> we can get the we we can consider that. Just submit your requirements, we'll go before the board. Well, and you know, she's her whole thing is she's convinced. She remembers when Marlon said that the dark one can be used for good, it can be all good or it can be all bad. And so she's convinced that Rumble can use all of his dark oneness and be nothing but good dark one, light dark one. Like can you be light dark? Be able light, to control the, the light dark. one. <laughs> we'll call him that. <laughs> There's some jokes in there somewhere. I'm sure there is. And and she's he says, you know, that's not that's not who I am. This is who I am. This is who you fell in love with. And he says, that's the thing with dark and light. It's a matter of your point of view. And so we hear that a couple of times throughout the episode. She doesn't want him using his magic for anything dark. And he says, well, sometimes you have to use dark magic to turn into something light and something positive. And so it's that continual back and forth of good versus dark or dark versus light. You'll do whatever is necessary to protect your people. And. That's an interesting thought. And I, sometimes I think, is that is that something? I hope that I'm never faced with that kind of decision, right? Well, but yeah. you hope you hope you do the right thing in, in, that in, in, in a situation where you have to make a choice, especially a life and death decision. Well, and she said when she walked into the shop, he said, "Have you changed your mind?" And she said, "Why? Well, I, I need somebody to protect my baby, and I know." 
that you will do that. And so she knows that her best chance and that baby's best chance are with Rumpel. She's just hoping that he'll use all of the white stuff instead of the dark stuff. <laughs> and and that's not who he is. You know, he says it again and again and again, but we're starting to see. And then the funniest scene probably so far this year is when they, to me, when they're in the shelter at the locker, she wants to go through Gaston's things after Gaston's try to shoot them and they poofed away and all this kind of stuff. And she finds out that Rumble had killed Gaston, which she didn't know. And so they go to the locker. She wants to figure out, she wants to help him. She wants to help him move on. And so she um, wants to get into his locker and she's like, can you, can you, uh, can you magic this open? He's mm. like, oh, no. Oh. So it's okay to use it. Right. If you need it. Right. Or if you decide mm -hmm. that it is okay. Yep. And so he called her out on her BS. He did. Which he, he did it a couple times. He did. It needed to happen. She's been she's been on her high horse for a while. Well, and you know, and I think through this episode, through the flashbacks, and and she is very um I don't want to say high horse, but she well, maybe it is. She's very she's, idealistic. She's very idealistic. We see that in the in the flashbacks with the baby ogre. There's um when she and, and Gaston are on their very first date. After she decides at first she doesn't want to go out with him because he's so vain, um, he says all the right things because that's what guys like that do. And so he says all the right things. And so they end up bopping through the forest and they come across this big hole and there's a baby ogre in it. He wants to do one thing. She's like, no, 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 we have to help him. I can fix it. I can fix it. And so she leaves him, which, duh, dummy, you, you don't leave a hunter with anyway. And so she says, I know you don't know me. I know we've only known each other for an hour, but you have to trust me. And so she runs off. And have so, you, yeah. Gaston, have you watched this show before? <laughs> this is how this works. We don't have to know each other. Just trust me. Just trust me. I'm going to go get a book and we're <laughs> going to figure it all out. And so sure enough, she finds a book and it talks about a mirror and you can hold the mirror up in front of somebody's eyes and you see if they're good or if they're bad. Well, so immediately, you know, at some point, Gaston's going to look in the mirror and we're going to see glowy red eyes. Sure enough, that happens, but not until Duh. after he has tort. Well, he has pretended that the ogre has escaped and uh, then he ends up torturing the... Anyway, it's this whole big ogre thing, which the ogre was pretty cool, actually. You know, honestly, that is something that I noticed after last week's... Uh, okay, last week's episode was excellent. The only complaint I really had was the fact that they had the CGI scarecrow. Mm -hmm. And it looks mm -hmm. like garbage. Mm -hmm. Well, fast, flash forward a week, we have a eh episode, but the CGI for the ogre, I was like, well, actually, that... It was pretty, that was, it was actually pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it could could have been better, but it worked. No, I thought it was great. It I didn't. I didn't think it needed to be. And I don't think the episode was eh. Oh, don't oh, don't oh, misunderstand oh, oh, me. Uh -oh. Because see, I don't like Gaston, but oh, I you, no, I'm not are giving. You no, able, no. Are you able to see past that? Are I you not see, going to let? I'm the, not going to let the the shaven. <laughs> <laughs> way too clean Gaston mess it up because there was so much good stuff between Rumpel and Belle. Okay, okay, like that okay. was such I'm a good sorry. stuff. Don't jump the gun. Don't jump the gun. But you know, she is, she's very, she's very, Ooh, she's one of those people that like, if you were her friend, mm -hmm. nothing you did was ever right. Hey, so we're at that scene where they're, they run out of uh gold shop mm -hmm. and the arrow comes flying by them. Mm -hmm. This is something seal had posted on uh our uh, Facebook group, and this is a very valid question. That first shot, mm -hmm. why did he miss? Why did he miss? I, I just, it, it's a question. Maybe he was shocked to see them. Maybe he just, he maybe he hadn't shot anything he in a while. He was rolling over there He for a reason. He knew where the, he would find them. I don't know. I just, that's really not that far away. And for a hunter of that caliber to miss, hmm. I don't know. I don't either. Maybe That's he was just, let's just say he Warning was. shot? No, well, I don't know because he had the absolute intent to kill. You don't usually fire a warning shot when you're intending to kill something. I, I've always been taught, and this is the way that I also teach, that you you, you shoot, you better it's be, to kill. Right. Or well, you don't shoot, period. Yeah, I think maybe, maybe, devil's advocate, so to speak, maybe he just was surprised like he knew they were there maybe they surprised him a little bit maybe seeing someone who killed you kind of makes you go ah i don't i don't i don't know maybe the because it was a new type of arrowhead that's probably it was probably heavy the, the he hadn't weight, weighted it the weight exactly yeah. it was off a little it looks heavy he hadn't sighted it in. he hadn't sighted the bow in 
<laughs> yeah. I didn't know the bow had a scope. I don't think that one had a scope. It was pretty basic. <laughs> it was a pretty basic bow and arrow set. It was fancy. It glowed. But she finds out that, like I said, Rumple had killed uh, Gaston, and she did not know that. You know, and, and I was thinking, I guess she never really did because she thought Gaston left, and Rumple had turned him into a rose, and then he gave her the rose. And that was the last. I mean, she didn't know. Oh, the rose. So we see a lot of Belle being very high and mighty, like you said, and we see a lot of that attitude where she's, you know, you know, she loves Rumple, you know, she does, but there's that part of him that she just doesn't like. And so the fixer in her wants to fix him. And the other part of her is like, but I like, <laughs> but I like him like that. You know what I mean? It's that constant struggle bef- between you want a good guy and a bad guy all rolled into one. Well, She's th- got a bad guy. And I think she needs to learn, like all of us need to learn that you don't fix anybody. You can't fix people. You just, you, you, you either take love them, them or you walk away. You take them as they are in that moment Yep. or not at all. Yep. Because he's, it's right. They, and I think that's what she's learned. I think she, her character arc, and I hope that this rem, continues to go this direction is that uh, she is learning that, you know, not everything, not everything is as black and white as you would like for it to be. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we can sit back and we can read our books. We can look at the world through the lens of right and wrong. And, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't do that, but we live in a world that there's, there's a whole lot of gray. Yeah. And sometimes you cannot make those easy decisions that would fall squarely within black and white. And you may have to do something that will, maybe put some tarnish on what you consider to be um, uh, ideals that you held dear to you. And I think she's finding that out. I think she's slowly realizing that. And she even says later in the episode that she does, she has always loved Rumble. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important for her to realize, you know, I think that's, that's, I think that's a big deal for her. I think maybe this will kind of loosen, loosen that up a little bit. And it's interesting because I never, I never thought that we would, um, ever since the mid season finale, which, you know, really ticked me off and Mm -hmm. I wasn't liking what Rumpel had did to her. Um, I, I, I didn't have a lot of hope that this relationship would be able to go forward. And it seems like they may, be able to work it out. And that's, yeah, that's interesting. Can... I'm, I'm glad they went this route. I'm glad they went the route of uh, him being honest and she getting called on her BS. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it's, that was it's really... all straight out in the open now. She knows everything. Yeah. And I think that's really the only way they could go yeah. for them for yeah. it to work at this point. Well, especially in the underworld, there wasn't a lot that he could hide. Yeah. He had to come clean. You know, and, and it was interesting because we think he even made some comment um, about being immortal. He said, I am immortal. He said, but one scratch of that arrow and I'm trapped in the river of lost souls forever. So I thought that was interesting because maybe that's going to be important again later. He is immortal, but obviously Hades has some ability to make sure that he dies. To, to trap him. Yeah, well, to trap him. Be oh, sorry. Be to trap him. Yeah. Well, there's there's a philosophical discussion in there somewhere about are you really dead if you're in the underworld? I mean, anyway. Anyway, so that's Emma's for vision. Time. So after Emma, <laughs> uh, when Emma has woken up, woken up when she wakes up. Anyway, she's on the rooftop. She'd had a dream. Hook woke her up, and in the dream we see her Snow and Hook standing in front of the tombstones and she's, whoosh, 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 she's using her power. Her, yeah, she's trying to get her names off of the Right, uh, she's like, tombstones. right, sandblasting from her fingers, basically. <laughs> and, right. but in the dream... Spackle this up. Maybe we just... Just cover it. Just, we'll just maybe paint we just over fill it, it in. Just yeah. get some spackle. That's exactly what I would do. And so she, in the dream, um, Hook <laughs> says, you know, I'm a, I'm a boat captain, I'm a whatever... And I know a storm's brewing when I know a storm's brewing. Let's go hide. And so they they run off and they hide behind a big old thing. And then the storm comes and they hear something and Snow goes, I'll go look. And she steps out and whoom, something gets her. And so she wakes up shaking like Emma is shaking. If you've ever had one of those dreams where something bad happens, you wake up and you swear it's real and you can oh, yeah. taste it and feel it. And you're mad at whoever is mad at you. I don't you. know about tasting a dream. Well, you know what That's I mean? You feel, you know I what I mean. Like if you had cream. like a food dream, you would wake up tasting the food. I don't know if I've ever had a food dream before. I've had dreams where music was in it and I've woken up singing music. That I can believe. So why couldn't you have a food dream? 
No, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying I don't ever remember having one. That's all. Anyway, so it freaks her out. She goes to wherever they were and she sees Snow and she hugs her and, oh, I missed you. And Snow thinks she's nuts because, you know, she has recently mm-hmm. seen her. And so she ends up telling him, which I was really glad that she did, because we see again and again and again in these shows, they all lie to each other. And that's something Emma's had a lot of trouble with. So there's been a lot of growth on her character for her character this season. It's been tough. But I mean, she came clean to them, which I don't think she would have done that last season. She would have just kept it inside and handled it. And this season, she was honest with them. And so they're all um, in her... uh, I almost said in her crypt. That's not correct. Regina's in vault. Regina's vault, which I liked it when Regina came in. She's like, which, what, what are you guys doing in here? Well, that's valid for Regina's perspective. <laughs> It'd be like, well, wait a minute. How did you get in here so easily? And so it should she, have been that easy, actually. It, well, so she tells them all. And, um, and so she tells them about the dream and, and they said, well, let's go see what it is. Let's. And she says, but I think I have this idea. I think I have an idea of how to get the tombs, the names off the tombstone. And that really, was interesting to me because she just had this dream and she said it had come to her in a dream, but let's go try it. And so in my mind, with everything that I'd gone through as her, I would have gone, you know what? Maybe that wasn't just a dream. Maybe there's more to it. I don't know why we would go out there and test it. Enough of this exposition. Let's just go get her done (laughs) is what you're saying. Well, I... You know, she was real hesitant for Snow to go with her because it was like she kind of knew that it wasn't just a dream because it had come to her in her dream. So she didn't want Snow to go, but yet she still went. Do you know what I mean? It's like if I had a dream that I was going to walk out the front door and a big crow was going to pick me up, I wouldn't walk out the front door. Well, but, you know, the way that time works and the way that reality works is – you are given these visions, but that doesn't mean that's exactly how it's, it's, no, it's a possibility. I, know, I understand that, but she, she said, Not I had actual. this idea. It came to me in a dream, a vision almost where she could get those and get the names off the tombstone. Oh, that's her oh, magic that the, coming out of her no- fingers. Okay. That's what it looked like. The white stuff coming out of her finger. You could hear it going. Okay. We don't, we don't ever have to do that again. So, but she went. And so Hook went with her and Charming was going to take Henry back to the house to keep him safe. Poor Henry. Well, we don't even know gonna, where Robin is. Maybe. Well, Robin's in the woods with the oh, baby. He's taking the baby. That's but, right. We'll, we'll, we'll get to Regina and Zelina for a second because actually I want to, I forgot to talk about something last week. And I, I want to spend a little bit of oh, time okay. on them because they, they anyway, I, I think, uh, well, we know Robin is in the woods taking the care baby. of the baby. We know that mm-hmm. um, as well. He should be. Sure. It, it it's mean, his baby. He knows the woods like the back of his hand. He does. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking uh, David would have taken Henry to, I don't know, maybe the uh, Office Max. Maybe get some more ink. I don't know. <laughs> maybe try to write themselves out of this situation. <laughs> That'd be, Henry make, should go take a nap. <laughs> or, just or, fix it all. Exactly. Or maybe he was going to go tuck him in. Maybe. Just go to sleep. Because just go to sleep. by the time you get up, all this crap's going to be different. You'll have written it written it all us out, out of this in your sleep. He should just give him a nice glass of brandy. Tuck him in. Oh, oh yes. Not a warm glass of milk. No. He's old enough He's now. old enough. He, he's in the Never. underworld for Pete's sake. Yes. I give think the kid some brandy. Let him sleep. Old enough to be in the under, underworld. You're old, old enough, enough to drink. To drink. Absolutely. New right. rule. So Emma, <laughs> Hook, and, and Snow go out there and she makes the noise and she tries to get the stuff. And then sure enough, the storm blows and, um, <laughs> and Hook's like, so I'm a captain. I blah, blah, blah. She goes, why did you just say that? And that was kind of funny because she's realizing, okay, this wasn't just a dream. This was a vision. Something bad is about to go down. So it kind of starts freaking her out because they're doing the same thing. They're running behind the tombstone. Something's going to get you. Something's going to get you. No, I'm going to be fine. No, really. Something's going to get you. What do we do? Run. And so they take off. Bloom, 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 well, bloom. That's when they end up in Regina's thing. Hook looked upon the horizon and he saw that it was orangish red. Mm-hmm. And he said, Blood has been spilt this night. That's not what he said. Thank you, Legolas. <laughs> we appreciate that. That's, that's, that's not, not what he quite, said. That's not what he said. <laughs> not what I mean. He could have, but he was also clean shaven. So the Regina and Zelina thing, that was cool. Regina was going to go talk to her sister because she thought she had a past with Hades, and so they were going to have a little a little sister to sister chat. Well, she knew they, she, she knew something was right. up. They had some sort of thing. And it was nice for them to to sit down. And I really believe Regina came from a perspective. She obviously she had. If you want to call an ulterior, ulterior motive, I, that's fine. 
obviously she wanted to get some she wanted to get some stuff on mm-hmm. Hades. But I really I her character's grown so much and the the one thing that I didn't mention last episode was the fact that when she was talking to Zelina, one of the most important things she said is that my enemies became my family. family, not mm-hmm. just my friends. Right. My enemies became my family. And I, so I, I really feel like she was going uh, to her in the diner to sit down. And she even said, "It it's about time for us to figure out how to talk to each other as sisters. And there's a blood bond there sure. that you cannot um, – you cannot ignore. There has to be at some point in a sibling situation like that, someone's got to be the bigger person, put things aside and say, Hey, let's just, let's just cut, cut the crap, set all this aside. Let's just have a conversation. And, and I thought that was nice. I thought it was a nice moment in this episode and we learned a lot, right? We did. One, one of the things I learned is that a mopey Zelina is not a fun Zelina. No. Mm-mm. No. She just, she didn't have the oomph in her. But I mean, she's she's lost her baby. She's stuck in the underworld. She's got Hades chasing after her like a lovesick t- teenager. So that would be weird. And she has no, you know, she even said something about, uh, she said, you know, it's crazy. She said, he fell in love with me, which is, in, was, which is crazy. The idea that anyone could love me. So she's so... She's such in a bad place. I mean, she's always been in a bad place. She was abandoned. She never got over that. She just never felt love. And so here's this guy that loves her. And, oh, by the way, he's head of the underworld. So she just can't believe anybody would love her. And then Regina says, do you love him? And she never answers. (laughs) And so, like, there's part of her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's part of her that does. Because here's this man who loves her. Well, exactly. And why wouldn't she be want to respond to that because well he's Hades <laughs> there's, there's that. that but being given up I mean that's the ultimate kind of like middle finger like you yeah. know you're not worth anything no. or valuable in any way at least to to me but, for me to give you up okay which but is not true that's not ultimately. true because you know in the but flashback her mom tells her when she's putting her down in the thing no, this is your best chance and she said those exact words to her baby so maybe there's part of her that's starting to see okay maybe i wasn't abandoned maybe it wasn't anything you know so i really really hope and i don't know if i can have a hope for a character i mean i i hope i can i'm gonna that (laughs) um with her giving her baby up that same exact way in those same exact words that she's going to understand that her mom doing that didn't mean that her mom didn't love her you know, and that she is worth, you know, you don't, mm-hmm. I know it sounds so stupid because she's a character on a show, but you don't ever want anyone to feel like such crap. Even a green witch. I like that. Thank you. I like that. It was nice. Thank you. It was a moment. We had mm-hmm. a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we find out, you know, she says, as far as I know, I'm his only weakness. Dun, dun, dun. I know, right? That's the music I was expecting to was- see. I'm like, oh. Oh please, yes, Here we go. yes. This something has to happen with this now. Yeah, please, yes. So I'm. Wait, wonder- wait, 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 wait. I just had a thought. Oh, I just had a thought. So what is if? That what that burning smell is? It was. What if? Ooh, this is good. Write this down. Okay. What Hang if? On. Got my pen. The flowers are blooming Mm-mm. because Hades has hope because Zelina's there, or the flowers are blooming because Zelina has hope that Hades could love her. Wouldn't it be funny if the majority of the hope that was there was because of the two of them? I don't think it's the hope from Hades. I'm trying something here. But I'm willing to go. I'm willing to follow you down the path of Zelina having hope. Ooh, and ultimately wouldn't it be awesome if her hope that he's going to love her and they're going to live happily ever after ends up destroying him? (gasps) Maybe that's why she's the key. I'm, I'm, right, or did you write it down? Write oh, it down. You saw me feverishly <laughs> sprawling away. You didn't even I, pick I, up I got a pen. Every, no, 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 no. I did shorthand. <laughs> hey, I thought that was pretty good. I took it in shorthand. So y'all are just gonna laugh if the, by the end of the season we see that happening. Y'all are gonna be like, "Dad, Gummit, Steph was right." All these dots and squiggles on this paper are are, are <laughs> not, none unlike the ruins, the, the ru- ruins, the ruins on the elevator. <laughs> on the yes, which the squiggly lines. I, I didn't as know. Hook said. I didn't know Regina knew all that stuff. She knows. Was, there is nothing that woman doesn't know. She's a smart one, that Regina. So we find out, you know, we find out a lot in that. 
And, and I think as far as I know, I'm his only weakness. God, can you imagine having that kind of, that'd be pretty cool. Like I'm not your weakness. Okay. Are we going to go down that path? Well, no, I'm just saying, I think, <laughs> I think that's fascinating. What is my weakness then? I don't have the I'm foggiest interested. idea. I don't, Great. I don't exactly. know. I'll figure it out. You know why you don't know? Because you don't have any. Well, no, I didn't say that. Oh. It's kind of like when you have a teacher and a master and the teach the uh, excuse me that those are the same thing. A teacher and a, a master. And a yeah, master. that's there probably we go. the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> when the student says, "Oh yes, of course, I, I he taught me everything I know." Mm-hmm. It's like, well, the master is like, well, but I didn't. Yes, I taught you everything you know, but I didn't teach you everything I know. Ah, oh. see, so you got to hold, you got to hold I'm a so... little bit back. Yes, one day, that one was... day I'll figure it out. <laughs> So, um, Bell and Rumple, they finally get into Gaston's locker. Just hit me in the head with a pan while I'm sleeping. And they find that should a, work. They find a book. <laughs> oh, duh. The name of the book is Her Handsome Hero. I couldn't figure out the whole Seriously? <laughs> oh, seriously? This I whole time? I couldn't figure out uh, why this stupid episode was named Her Handsome Hero. Oh, my. Hero. Oh. I'm sorry. Wow. It's been a really long two days. Man, I'm glad we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> revelations. Okay. We're Come having on. revelations. See, that's why I take notes. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I guess I don't pay attention to what I write. That's frightening, and it explains a read? lot about college. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That and all the time you spent in the underworld. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of that. Um, so the book was all about compassion and forgiveness and things that make a hero is what um, Belle had told Gaston when she gave him the book. It was her favorite book. And so he had taken the book. And so she figures out, and I know we kind of talked about this, but that maybe she is that she is his unfinished business. And so she's going to help him. Rumpel says no. And then Hades shows up. And has a has a deal for. Oh, and the most creeptastic the creepy, scene, creepy, and maybe all, and maybe all of Once Upon a Time, uh, Hades was so. I don't want anything from you other than that baby in your belly, <laughs> baby. <laughs> oh man, it was super. Just the creepy. way he said it, and then when he came the over, baby and touched in your belly. belly, and to me, it's like when. If you're going to do that, you always need to ask for permission. Oh, yeah. You don't touch people's bellies, period. Yes. Like, you wouldn't walk up to a very large man and say, oh, let me touch your belly. You don't touch a woman's belly if she's pregnant, period. Well, but if you ever had a reason to touch anyone else's belly, it would be because a woman is pregnant. There's really no other reason to touch but anyone's why is belly, But why does that make it okay? But yes, anyway, well, go it, ahead. It doesn't make it okay. You go should ahead. ask for permission. That's what's, that, the, the, These are the rules that I'm trying to establish here. Yes. And to me, it's an invasion of space. Sure and it is. It's also, bore, well, I mean, you could, I, you could call it assault if you wanted to. You could. Of course, it's the underworld. I mean, I don't know what you're going to do about it. But it was just so creepy. Just, uh, I was weirded out by it. I'm like, Ugh. baby in your belly. Just, so he has a deal for him, but for her, and says, "Look, you can, I, I, you, the baby's free and clear. You can have the baby if Rumpel and Gaston have a fight, and one of them pushes the other one. Either into, one, either one, doesn't matter. He doesn't care. I'll take one. Right. I just need somebody need going to, over. I need you to stop sending people on to a better place. That's right. I need to keep some people behind. I don't care which one. It doesn't matter to me." Right. And uh, so she goes and tells Rumple, but she says, first off, if I tell you this, you know, I don't, I don't want you to, I don't want you to do anything, but here's what Hades said to me. This is what the deal is. This is what he's promised. You're not going to do anything. I'm going to handle it. <laughs> it's, which, it's dumb. So dumb. So dumb. <laughs> Who are you talking to? And the best line of the whole show Dare I say the entire season, maybe even, <laughs> maybe even the whole show. That's right. I want to be that man for you. Just not today. Just not today. Oh, awesome. That was that some I mean, that sums up <laughs> that him. Sums, that That's sums it. Up That's him. their relationship. That su- yes, that sums up him. That sums up their relationship. Yep. Whole that thing. It, it's just all in one neat little nutshell of a package. Yeah. I want to be that for you. I really and I really want to do that, just not right now. Yeah, it was perfect. It was perfect. But what could she expect? Yeah, she can't. Yeah, I mean, come on. If if I went to you with like this thing and I said, no, 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 don't do anything. I just want to tell you about it. 
you're a man. Male natural <laughs> instincts are to uh, fix, fix it. it. Fix, fix it. Fix it. It's not about the nail. So as soon as she said what was going on, you knew it was over. Well, he didn't hear her talking anymore. Because he's thinking about, all right, how, how am I, I going to, how am I going to do how it? How am I going to take this SOB yeah, out? Have exactly. Hmm. <laughs> so they start fighting. It is about the nail. It is never about the nail. <laughs> they uh, start fighting and Gaston's going to kill. Like he's going to, he's going to get Rumple. He's going to do it. He's going down. Rumple's going down and Bell saves Rumple. And in doing so, she pushes Gaston accidentally into the well, sea. You're you're forgetting a very key plot point. What's that? Actually, Rumple had Gaston in the chokehold. Right. Using a Jedi mind trick. Had mm-hmm. him in the chokehold. She shows up with the dagger. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the dagger. I don't know. Hey, I Steph. I sorry. Hold I on, forgot about the dagger. Like, hey Steph. Did her you, handsome hero. Did, did, yeah. I was gonna say, did you see what the name of the book was? <laughs> it was her handsome hero. Okay, cool. Here we go. Go ahead. You do the dagger um, part. <laughs> I was excited. I know. It's okay. It's okay. Go ahead, Dagger. Daggerous. Um, That's right. I she commanded the him to not kill. He w- There was no fight. Yeah. When, he, when we see them next, he had Gaston in a... In a That's throw, right. I don't forget hole. about that part. And, uh, you know, there was enough exposition there for Belle to show up mm. because the plot demanded it. Mm-hmm. And then she commanded him to not... She got out of his pocket. Because yeah, he's been carrying it. his dagger. Yeah. So she took it from a commander not to do it. And uh, he was not happy Mm-mm. about that at all. Mm-mm. And I think what I, I thought was interesting about that is she's the one that ends up dumping Gaston into the drink. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and what they would like you to believe was purely an accident. But I'm thinking, you knew where the end of the pier was. And when you bumped into him, you had to know there was a risk that the momentum would carry him over. But it's all about intent. I think intent. actually maybe the intended for it just to come across, come off uh, uh, this way, because it's the way I took it, is over these past few episodes, Bell has been experiencing the difference between what you conceive and see in your mind and the ideals that you hold to and then putting that into action but then it not working out the way that you thought it would work out. And right. so the intention was to maybe knock him down or, or knock him out of the way or whatever. The intention was not to knock him into the river. And so I think it all goes in line with her character and, you know, learning that the world is not this perfect place and that my actions do have consequences. Well, and she, whether I, in my heart, they were pure and right. I, I, and I was trying to protect someone, someone still gets hurt. Well, and we, and again, again with the flashback, again with the flashback, we go, she saved, she ended up saving the little baby ogre, not a baby, teenage ogre. And what ended up happening is the ogres took over and came into her kingdom. And ultimately we know her mom was killed. And that attack. So again, best of intentions, trying to save someone, which is what she was trying to do with Gaston and ultimately her baby. But then it just goes horribly the wrong way. Well, you would like to think that uh, the the young ogre would go back and remember the kindness that he was shown because he could have he was while he was tortured by Gaston. He he was he was let go. Right. And he, he, he should have been killed. Right. Because that was their intention. And you think that he would remember that. But you (laughs) you. You can't assume that. You right. can't assume that that's how that's going to work out. I'm not saying they would have been justified in taking his life. I'm just saying you can't be surprised right. when the consequences of your actions, whether those the intention behind them is pure or not, does not work out the way that you thought. The way I, this is not going the way I saw it happening in my in my it, mind. It never does, and it never does. It never Why? Does. Because you're dealing with people, right? Right. In this case, creatures. But when you're dealing with people, people are going to do what people are going to do. Right. And so don't Hades, be surprised when they stab you in the back. Right. That's all I'm or saying. Or push you into the river of lost souls. Exactly. Exactly. So Hades shows up. She says, okay, it happened. It's done. And he says, nope, <laughs> no deal. No deal. Which who didn't see that coming? Duh. He said the deal was either... <laughs> Gaston or Rumple would 
push the other person in, not, you know, not you, not by accident. And so she says, but that's not, that's not fair. But so, we had a deal. You, you've, you've altered it. Your prey, I do not alter it further. Mm-hmm. And so then he looks down and what does he see? The little pretty flower is dying. Mm-hmm. And he said, now this, this is a beautiful flower. And he said it was it's imbued with my favorite scent, hopelessness. I liked mm. that. It sounds like a commercial for like new Calvin Klein we'll, perfume. We'll, we'll go to Dillard's tomorrow. We'll, and look for that. Ho- Excuse me, <laughs> miss. Yes. I'm looking for some hopelessness, hopelessness by Hades. <laughs> Do you have any of that in stock? No, we're all out. I'm surprised. It's very hard to keep a, on the shelves. I'm surprised there's not a once upon a time perfume <laughs> line. Um, anyway, and so then we see Zelina sitting in Granny's and she gets a present in a nice silver dish. She said, I didn't order anything. And it's the dead flower wrapped up in a thing. And so she knows it's from Hades and she just smiles. She likes him. Yeah. Yeah. She's smiling because it's a burnt up flower. Well, but she didn't, they, she never had that conversation with him. She wouldn't know what that meant, where it came. She doesn't know that whole thing. No, I understand that. Oh, you just just, meant because it's a dead flower. Yeah. Of course, by rule, the underworld. There shouldn't be right anything. Which is interesting because if nothing grows there, it only decays. Then why is there any plant life at all? I I, I don't. It would it, it, I don't would know. the plant life just had always been there? So basically, it is what it is, and it always has been what it is. It's not anything new. So there's no pollinate pollination period. There's no germination of seed. That's that's life. That's growth. That's all of that. No, that really I, I, exactly. That's yeah, what I'm no saying. Way. It's just it's it's like it's a snapshot. I, I don't of, know if they've thought that far. <laughs> I think they just wanted some fun little thing to show hope. Yeah. They wanted, Period. They want to name an episode after a book, <laughs> and they're like, "Her handsome hero." Well, I don't know. Should we? <laughs> People might not get it. That's nah, just a chance we have to take. Fire it up. That's what we're doing. <laughs> I'll never forget the name of that stupid book now. <laughs> so um, the very last thing we see is them going after the creature. They're all going to go after the creature that this big, this thing, this storm has brought, which after we see what it is, Josh has now dubbed, what did you call it? A wolf NATO. A wolf NATO. Because the thing that brought. Well, wolf NATO is a lot more family friendly than Hornado. But She's not a whore. Easy, easy. You said just- it. <laughs> So yeah, so the thing, the creature that came out of the the wolf NATO is uh, red, and we see in the most awkward, weirdest thing ever. <laughs> Snow realizes that it's it's a wolf, and she goes, "Oh, it's not just no oh, oh, look," and she finds the cape, which just happens to be right there. Where, where did it come from? It must have been in the tornado, the wolf NATO, yes. and so she lays it on red, and then she proceeds to grope her As to wake her to- up. I got to tell you, if I'm trying to wake up red, I'm doing the same thing. No offense. No offense. It was weird because even the kids were like, why is she shaking her right there? Just tap her on the cheek. What are you doing? Pat her face. Grab her by the arm. I don't know. I guess if somebody groped me, I'd wake up. I always liked uh, the shoulder. Touch me on the shoulder. You don't like that? You jump up. Well, no. Yeah, but that's going to ensure that you get oh, me I up get, because I if you, you just talk to me, oh, ain't, that ha- that ain't happening. That doesn't work. Ain't happening. Shaking you doesn't work either. I go to a whole nother plane of existence. You do when you, you sleep. <laughs> you'd, mm-hmm. you'd have to like spray water on me, I think, mm-hmm. to wake me up. If that. So the way this episode ends really, oh gosh, it just kind of tore my insides out a little bit because it was like, oh my goodness. She's not Red. dead. No, and, and the more I thought about it, of course, she cannot She cannot be dead. You don't want her to be dead. No. She could be dead. No, she can't be dead. Why? I, I, I will her to not oh, be dead. Oh, I see. Dead. I gotcha. Well, Hook's dead. You don't yeah. see me all upset. Well, I mean, I am, but he'll be fine. But why would he's... He, He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. She's not dead. We could just have to figure out how she got there. And then we see in the previews we, for next week that we Mulan's with her. But we, <laughs> why wouldn't she be? Mm-mm. Anywho. Uh, well, we saw how she got there. No, we didn't. The tornado, the storm. I know, but why? How? Be, I don't know. That's the key. We're going to find out. That I think, I think you're absolutely right. I think that she's not dead. Uh. 
I think that she's been brought there. I don't know why she would be brought there other Mm-mm. than, well, we hadn't seen Red in a while and we need to... Let's pop her back in. And those uh, males between the age, ages of 18 and uh, 49 <laughs> really hadn't been getting that demographic. Hmm, what can we do? I know. Yeah. Um, so, no, it'll be good. Uh, obviously, Mulan. Well, they were off on an adventure together. Mm-hmm. And I think that they were going to find uh, more, more that were like wolves, Red. Right. More wolves. And so that, mm-hmm. you know, that ooh, ooh, that gets me kind of interested. If she's in the underworld now and she needs to... Oh, all of her people are she, there. Yeah. Her mama's there. Exactly. Yeah, and so, I hadn't even thought about that. Uh, or you might be interesting that if she needs to um, release the hounds, so to speak, <laughs> uh, man, I would be down for seeing a pack of wolves helping out. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, I, I don't think she's dead. Um I'm, I'm glad that she's there. She's obviously one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. I just like the you know that I'm a fan of werewolves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Has nothing to do. Yes, it does. Okay. Has everything to do with that. Has everything to do with how she looks. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. Uh, but I just think it's, I, I like, I like the element that she could potentially yeah. bring to the story. Yeah. No, she's got a great, she's t- still, she's tough. to this day, she's got the best, most horrific backstory of any of them. I think so. And when you read the novel as I did. well. It was really good. But it it didn't deal with any of that. Oh, I mean, it, it didn't at all. <sighs> anyway, yeah. The other thing that I liked about this episode, and something that I would really like to see, is this whole. I would like for them to go back and show us more about the ogre wars. I think, yeah, that you want would an, be an ogre episode? Well, because we, I, I would actually like. More than just a couple episodes and do it outside of the normal continuity. Do like a mini series. Oh, like the they do the Fear of the Walking Dead any... and the Walking Dead alternate it. Well, no, I'm not saying a whole nother series, just like a, an like, arc, an arc, mm. but not necessarily within the main series, just to do like a special mm. kind of like what they did after Farscape was over and they did uh, the Peacekeeper Wars oh, yeah, or they yeah. did with, uh, um, trying to think of some of the well, robocop doesn't really count there's some of the series and movies that they did alien nation did that too where they they would do a series of movies basically and so hmm. it'd be a two-hour event or or some mini series type of thing i think that would be fascinating well because you know it um bell's dad was trying to marry her off to gaston because to his family kingdoms, had the army yeah. right they wanted to unite the kingdoms because they were the fighters and they could protect the kingdom and so i'm sure they're yeah i mean i guess it would be interesting i think there's a lot to mine there because sure. we know a lot of things in once upon a time directly stem from the outcomes and results yeah. and things that occurred during point. the ogre wars and it's like we keep referring to that that yeah. would just be interesting to see maybe at, next at year um, so I don't know if they'll ever do anything. I'm just, I'm just saying, I think it'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see it. You'd like to see all red all the time. And I don't mean how, Eva Marie. How do you know? I don't see. <laughs> you might. I don't know. How do you know? I don't, I don't know what you do. See red. Anyway, when I don't see red, I see red. Yeah. That makes you angry. All so, right. Bugs. Bugs. You know, gosh, um, I think I did three and a half last time. Simply because I just didn't like it. Like it gave me the EBGBs. No, you did four. Did I? I didn't, did I do four? Well, we're talking about this episode. No, I know, but I'm trying to, because to me, all the stuff that I didn't like about it result, revolves around just me not liking Gaston because he's so smarmy. But he was supposed to be smarmy. I didn't like him in the Beauty and the Beast cartoon, the animated thing, because he's supposed to be like that. So maybe they just did a really good job of me not liking him. So that's not their fault that they did the right job. Well, technically, uh, LeFou was the reason why he had a bad reputation. That's what he said, but there's nobody on this planet that would believe that because he's smarm. Like he was just all bleep, 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 looking for a woman of substance. Bleh. Are you are you looking forward to the live action Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, you know, I hadn't even really thought that much about it. We were talking about it um, Sunday night during the episode. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'll be fantastic. That Cinderella it, was fantastic. I don't see how Beauty and the Beast will, or I don't see how that couldn't be. It'd be interesting because that is such a rich mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, and been, Emma Watson been, do it, yeah. It's been done so... Not Beauty, Emma Watson. Beauty and the Beast has been done so many different times, and one of the best ones, uh, other than a Disney animated movie, but the, the, those characters was the Beauty and the Beast uh, series with Linda Hamilton and Ron Perlman. That was a that great was show. phenomenal. 
So good. If you've never watched that Please, series. you got to find it and you got to watch it. I'm sure it's, it's either sure on, it's, it may be on Amazon Prime or Netflix. I'll, yeah. I'll look it up. Uh, but He but was so a, beautiful. Oh, Ron Perlman was so yeah. tender. Yeah. But. Beastly. Oh, it was. It was, it was it a was fantastic, fantastic show. Yeah. No, All I, right, back to the bugs. What do you give this uh, one? I'm going to give it three and a half. That's how many I give. I don't. I don't have to sit here and think about it. I'm going four. Okay. Just because I think I think we saw so much about Rumple and Bell's um, relationship and just that line. Just mm-hmm. the that's not. I'm not going to do that today. That's not. I know you want me to be that man, but not today. Or I want to be that man for you, and just not today. I loved that. It just it's their relationship just in one sentence. So I'm going to go four. And because if they wanted me to not like Gaston, which I think is ultimately their plan, they right. did an excellent job of me not liking Gaston. That is fair. I don't like that he went into the poof, the water because I would suck. But so far we've lost two people to the the river. True. True. In this back half of the season, we've had multiple people show up for one episode and then are gone. Mm-hmm. But I still hold out hope. I know. You're still hoping what Hercules comes will come back. back. Because Haiti said, love makes you do crazy things. And I'm not so sure it's the love of Zelina, ultimately, that is going to, that is making him do some of the things that he's doing. I think there's more to it. I think there's more, I think there's more to him wanting revenge on his brother in Olympus than they're letting on. And, uh, at least that's my hope. I just hope Zelina finds happiness. Yeah, and I don't mean necessarily with the man, because God knows that's not necessarily the only way to find happiness. But I mean with herself. You know, I yeah. hope that she stops she's being such, so down on herself. She's such a great villain. Yeah, but if she were to be somewhere in between hero and villain and be more of an anti-hero, I'd be perfectly fine. Absolutely, with that. I would be. I think I, I think that would actually be pretty good. Yeah, it's it's you know out. it's been interesting to see the way the characters have all evolved. This season, like I said, Emma has had tremendous growth. Rumpel, tremendous growth. Belle, eh, yeah. You know, so it's, I, it, I, I don't know. I just, I still so much like this show. We still get so excited watching it. <laughs> you know, we do. The kids get excited. Oh, it's Sunday. It's Sunday, you know. So, I, I mean, that's fantastic. How many seasons in? Six seasons in? Yeah. Five. Five. <laughs> I don't pay attention to names on books. I sure don't pay attention to seasons. That's horrible. We'll get over it. Mm-hmm. But what we won't. Her handsome hero. But what we won't get over is if you don't come have some fun with us in our Facebook group. Yes, please do that. And that's a lot of fun. That has been a tremendous amount of fun. And if you want to join that or request to join that, you can do that by going to nthcast.com slash oncers. Or if you just want to shoot us an email once at nthcast.com. And request that we send you the link so that you can request to join the group. We'll do that as well. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at once upon us. Were you going to laugh at me again? No, I'm just, I'm just funny. It's a lot of stuff. It is a lot of stuff. <laughs> just, I'm surprised I got through it. I'm very proud of I you. That was got... a lot of stuff to spit out. <laughs> and I would also like to throw this out there. We have other shows on our network. We don't talk about them on this show very often because they're, well, they're not family friendly. They're not family friendly at all, but they are. Or Steph friendly. <laughs> That's right. You won't watch. <laughs> I don't, you I won't don't. watch any of that stuff with me. <laughs> no, I won't. Um, but they're a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun doing. Yeah, them. y'all, y'all have a lot of fun with it. The guys do a great job. We we would appreciate it if you checked them out. I know, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because I know I've seen, I've seen on social media some of you that listen to this show. Also watch The Walking Dead. So if you didn't know that we had a podcast about oh. that, I'm telling you now, the fun's not going to end just with this podcast. We mm-hmm. have one called Fear the Enthcast. You can subscribe to that by going to enthcast.com slash fear. And we're covering The Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead. And then when Preacher comes out, oh, man, we're going to keep Are you going to be Fear the Preacher? Wait. No. No. Who fears a preacher? Oh, because you fear the... I, I bet there's quite a few people <laughs> that fear some preachers. Probably. He's just a dude. 
Yeah. Okay. Just a man. Yeah. I don't fear another man. Alrighty. <laughs> um, but our main show is the Nth Cast. If you didn't know about that, we just did a episode on um, Hardcore Henry. And th- no, that's not regarding Henry Harrison Ford. <laughs> no. Oh. And it's not Henry from Once Upon a Time. Uh, oh, that finally be- finding his mojo and going <laughs> hardcore, which would be interesting. Oh, that would be that interesting. would be interesting. Yeah, that would be very interesting. Uh, and then uh, a couple other guys uh, do a show on Dragon Ball. Uh, they're doing Dragon Ball Super. They're covering that right now, and that's called Dragon Ballers. And you can check Dragon that out. Dragon Ball Super. I, I don't have the time to explain okay. any of that, and nor do I care to. Okay. But they do a tremendous job. I'm very proud of them. I know they don't listen to this show, so I'm going to talk nice about them, <laughs> and they'll never hear it. Which is great. It's a win-win. I feel better about myself. I feel like I've done something, but it doesn't get back to them. So they'll still think that I, their show is crap. Uh, and you can subscribe to that at nthcast.com slash dbz. We look forward to speaking with you again next week because it looks like Zelina's going to be up to her old yeah, tricks. Yeah, she got some splaining to do. All right. We'll talk to you all soon. Bye, y'all. <laughs>